that Good morning, Laguna Beach. It's Craig right here, right up front this morning. Um, yeah, at right on this Johnny on the spot, man. 901. Normally I normally I slide in here about 905, but you know, <clears throat> I didn't uh uh rocking with the doc was not here, so he we I had I could get in a little earlier today. So yeah. <clears throat> I am here live bright and early this morning and happy to be here. Uh, the weather report, as I like to give first thing in the morning, the 10-day weather forecast. Today, 73 degrees. Some clouds this morning. No kidding. <laughs> it was a, a warm, a, a very warm 70 degrees on the way into the station this morning. And uh, we like that, yes. Some clouds this morning will give way to generally sunny skies for the afternoon. High 73. Mm. <laughs> Winds 5 to 10. Humidity 78%. We like that. Uh, sunrise 716. It's come and gone. And a sunset 731. Uh, the UV index is 10 of 10. So, yep, there you go. There you have it. Now, coming up this week, it's going to be... Well, tomorrow is partly cloudy, uh, Monday partly cloudy, but then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's sunny, 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 high 70s and low 80s. That's the week. That's the week ahead, so plan accordingly, yes. Glad you're here. We've had, um, what's been going on this week? <laughs> what What hasn't been going on? <laughs> So uh, Laguna Beach Pride has been planning some more uh, events coming up. We're going to have our um, next month, we're going to have, uh, again, a beach bonfire, which will be fun. I don't have anything earth-shattering to share. Uh, we did, uh, I did rehash our uh, <laughs> Pride Festival last week. I think last week, didn't I? Yeah. And uh, we did. I did have my fabulous radio guest on. Uh, which is coming up in um, September is the um, Dinah, as in Dinah Shore. Used to be the, the golf classic, or maybe it was a tennis. No, it was golf classic. Yeah, Dinah Shore golf classic. And uh, now it's um, in Palm Springs. It's the, it's the equivalent, I think, of the white party, which is more male-oriented. And this is more female-oriented, you know, but I'm, I, I think everyone's welcome. I, I don't think there's any, any judgment on that. So, yeah. Um, I think I'm just going to jump right in on this day in history because I haven't done it. So I, I missed I missed a couple of weeks there. <clears throat> so this is uh, this week on this day in history. Does that make sense? <laughs> okay, come on. I have to do a whole week because I'm only here once a week. So I take one day at a time for a week. There we go. So what is today? It's the 20th. My gosh. 20th of August. Oh. <sighs> it's just slipping away. August of 2022. Yeah. And we have to be vocal, more and more vocal these days, I have to say. So much is going on. 
I have to say, I take I take strong offense that we're groomers. Uh, Laguna Beach Pride, um, yeah, we've got some hate mail. We've got some messages that we're groomers, and I don't think I think that's just despicable. But anyway, I go on. I won't share that negative negatory stuff. August twentieth, on this day in history, at Sarnia, Ont, uh, Ontario, Port Huron, Michigan, International Bridge, lesbians on their way to the Michigan Women's Festival music festival are harassed. This was in 79, a few years ago. <laughs> or turned back by U.S. immigration officials. Formal complaints are laid on behalf of the Canadian women by American gay organization, the National Gay Task Force. Well, well, well. Hmm. On this day, and moving on to the 21st, which... On this day in history, Huey Newton, leader of the Black Panthers, expressed his support for the gay liberation movement. Hmm. And in 1983, La Caja Fall opens on Broadway to rave reviews and four million in advance ticket sales. <laughs> I saw the original movie about 1983. <clears throat> of La Caja Fall, and it was in French. Of course, you had to read the subtitles, but I thought it was the best. I'm sorry. I Even if I don't speak French, I well, I do know a few French words, but um, I don't know. That was absolutely the best. Uh, the rest were good with Robin Williams, but the that first one was, I thought, really true to form. Anyway, I digress, as they say. In, in 2008... The Coquille Indian tribe in Oregon legalizes same-sex marriage. The state of Oregon does not recognize same-sex marriage, but as a tribe recognized as a sovereign nation by the United States government, the Coquille people are not bound by the state constitution. So there you have it. <laughs> so go go join the, the Coquille uh, Indian tribe and get married. <laughs> there yeah why not well, maybe that wouldn't work so well i don't know you'd have to have some indian blood i suppose in august 22nd moving on in 1983 organizers of a washington march marking the 20th anniversary of dr martin luther king jr um i have a dream speech announced that no representatives from gay or lesbian rights groups will be allowed to speak what a group of lesbians and gay men stage a sit-in at the organizer's office in response. Hmm. Well, I guess... <laughs> I guess the gays had a dream as well. And they sat in on it. <laughs> I hope they changed some attitudes there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Moving along to August 23rd in 1954... Charles Bush, actor and playwright, is born. That was a light day in history. Only one. Moving along to the 24th in LGBTQ history. In 1970, <clears throat> Homosexuals in Revolt is a front-page story in the New York Times. The article reports a new mood now taking hold among the nation's homosexuals. I find that 
we're just kind of dirty. I don't know why. Uh, in growing numbers, they are publicly identifying themselves as homosexuals, taking a measure of pride in that identity and seeking militantly to end what they see as society's persecution of them. In 1970, come a long ways. And then we slip back a few steps every once in a while, unfortunately. They're trying to slip us back. Uh, moving on to August 25th. Can't believe it's August. In 1982, uh, this is not good. Uh, Iran reinstitutes Islamic Shari laws prescribing all same-sex acts Punishable punishments include 100 lashes of the whip, beheading, that's a nice one, yeah, and stoning to death. Mm -mm -mm. That's uh, August 25th in 2013. This isn't long ago history. This is recent history in Iran. Wow. You know... What I still don't get is why you have to persecute others for doing something that really doesn't affect you. Why you have to persecute others and impose your beliefs on other people. Um, I think it's selfish. And, um, okay, well, we could go on for days on that. Now, moving along to August 26th, in 1904, oh, four, oh, my God, Christopher Isherwood. God, he was born a long time ago. He was born in Weibersleigh, S-L-E-G-H, Slay, in Weibersleigh Hall in the United Kingdom. Hmm? Hmm? I didn't know he was a Brit. In 1981, in California, Governor Jerry Brown appoints Mary Morgan to the San Francisco Municipal Court. She's the first openly lesbian judge in the U.S., I always wondered about Jerry Brown, you know. He had a sort of semi-relationship with Linda Ronstadt. But uh, I digress. <laughs> His dad was the governor for a while and was very... Pat Brown was very well known, but I digress. 1986, Jerry Smith, former Washington Redskins tight end, is the first celebrity to voluntarily acknowledge... That he has AIDS. He dies of the disease seven weeks after his announcement. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that's when really there was nothing. It was just a short lifespan and a death sentence. Uh, come a long ways. In 1995, spokespersons for the Republican presidential candidate, Robert Dole, announced that his campaign is returning $1,000 donation from the Log Cabin Federation, saying that the gay and lesbian Republican organization, a specific political agenda that is fundamentally at odds with the senators. Hmm. Well, I guess he got a little flack for accepting a donation from a gay organization, even though they supported the Republicans which I found, <laughs> I found a little difficult, you know? Oh, well. Anyway, that's all the This Week in History, and we're going to take a short music break, and I'll be back with more news. Uh, there, there is, um, I kind of had to filter the news because there, there is a lot of news out there, as we well know. And um, 
I try to uh, filter the good, bring the good to the top of the to the top of the pile, and keep a positive attitude. That's all good.
Hey, I just realized that uh, in Stu News, there's a fabulous article <laughs> that um, I submitted and got published. It's regarding the lifeguard tower, the rainbow lifeguard tower, and uh, they published it. If you have a chance, go to Stu News, and there it's all there. <laughs> We've been working on this project for probably two months now, and it looks like uh, we're getting some headwind on it. And um, is that right? We're getting some wind beneath our wings. Maybe that would be a better <laughs> a better way to describe it. Anyway, um, uh, the city gave it a verbal approval unanimously. Uh, when I made a presentation just uh, as a guest appearance before the city council, it's not on a ballot or anything. It's just uh, I, I wanted to ask for the city's support, and, and lo and behold, everyone on the council supported it, which I thought was really great. And um, the city assistant city manager is helping us with it, um, Ken Domer, which is uh, which is great. And so. There's a few hurdles with it, but this is the idea. We want to buy a uh, lifeguard tower, a nice one. Uh, it's fiberglass and stainless steel, and we want to place it at West Street Beach with some rainbow colors on it. And the rainbow colors are a, a message of diversity and acceptance and uh, kindness in a time, perhaps, in a world where maybe there's a lack of it. <laughs> and celebrate Laguna Beach as a uh, as a community that is um, very diverse and embracing of diversity. So it's, I'm very pleased. I'm very pleased we got the article in there. So uh, that opens the door for, for me to work on it a little more and maybe get a website up, get, get it on our website for Laguna Beach Pride so we can get some fundraising going on it. And it's not inexpensive, unfortunately. And because um, they have to be, they have to meet code and they have to, uh, we have to get it manufactured. We can't just, you know, go to Home Depot and buy some two befores and, you know, throw something together. Um, it has to meet all kinds of standards. And of course, the Coastal Commission is involved, um, rightfully so. And so, um, but precedence has been set as the, the lifeguard tower that we uh, selected is. Um, we feel the appropriate one and uh, it's manufactured here locally um, actually the the owner of the company lives in Laguna Beach and his products all over the world actually yeah from I think I think he has some in uh, in France even but Hawaii for sure and um, and many of the beaches in California uh, including two of them already in other locations in Laguna Beach. So, um, and, <clears throat> excuse me. So it's not, it, it should, the approval process should be, I'll say, should be fairly uh, easy. Or there shouldn't, well, I should say, it won't be easy, but there shouldn't be a lot of hurdles uh, to jump over with it. So um, we're still working on that Laguna Beach Pride 365. And, I think it's nice because the the, the beach down uh, West Street Beach, which is actually Camel Point Beach, is um, a bit different than the other beaches in Laguna Beach because it is um, managed by the county. Uh, I think Main Beach and uh, 
Aliso Beach are managed by the city, but West Street Beach is managed by the county. Um, and the lifeguards are contracted to the county at this point. So the county is involved in it, which makes it a, a little another layer there. But the county uh, has indicated their support, um, but we have to get the city involved. And with that, the city has to uh, put, put it out there with the Coastal Commission. Um, the only thing we see there with the Coastal Commission is that type of lifeguard tower has not been placed on that beach before. So they'll have to look at that. Um, but that type of lifeguard tower has been placed on other beaches. So, you know, it shouldn't be an issue, but they're going to look at that particular lifeguard tower at that particular beach. And that's underway. So um, we're ready to start fundraising and uh, whatever, whatever gets approved, we'll have the funds there to purchase uh, the appropriate uh, lifeguard tower and get it professionally painted the rainbow colors. And they'll be exciting, I think. <laughs> we'll have to, and, and we want to put a plaque there too to commemorate uh, the beach and uh, diversity and explain what it's all about too, which is part of the project. We got a nice plaque at, uh, at the AIDS garden, which is at the uh, mountain and PCH there by formerly a form establishment formerly known as the boom. Uh, but now it is a seafood restaurant, um, that's being remodeled and it's been being preserved actually millions of dollars worth of retrofitting. And uh, so it will be there for, for a long while. But there's a plaque in a garden there that it's commonly referred to as the AIDS garden. No one's, there's no record of how many, how many ashes have been deposited, deposited there, but there are supposedly a good number. And so there's a plaque there. So we want to get a plaque also at uh, West Street Beach because it has been uh, a big part of the gay community. So that's my story. How exciting. <laughs> um, yeah, and then another thing we're going to do on November 11th, and we're in the planning stages of it, is have a, uh, a LGBT plus business mixer here in Laguna Beach and have a panel of uh, various business people uh, in Laguna Beach, uh, I'm, we're not, we haven't found a location yet because we got a few days we, uh, to figure that out. And so a business mixer, uh, just what it sounds, you, we have a short panel and discuss, uh, the, uh, concerns regarding LGBTQ as it relates to businesses, uh, the unique, the unique part of that. And then just kind of a, a social event where we just kind of get together and share our common, I guess, our common interests. And uh, that will be uh, on the 11th from six to eight, I believe for two hours. Um, again, we haven't select found a location yet, but what we would usually, you know, appetizers are provided in a no host bar is usually what it includes. And uh, which would be a lot of fun. I went to one up in uh, Costa Mesa on Thursday. And this next one, uh, there's an organization that kind of spearheads it from the um, Orange County Center. And um, 
we uh, signed up to do the next quarterly one, which will be in November, and uh, but do it here in Laguna Beach this time. So, um, yeah, we're excited about that. And it's, again, in the planning stages, but we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, what other news do we have? Uh, we've planned, we've selected a date for our, I hate to say it, <laughs> Christmas party. <laughs> but yes, we have to plan ahead. We actually selected a date for our uh, tentative date for our Pride Festival next year in 2023. How about that? We're we're working to maybe be get it located to the uh, festival grounds. Uh, we've kind of outgrown every place else, and uh, I think we could maybe swing that. We're working on it, which would be cool. Uh, it's a great space, and there's a great entertainment stage there, and um, yeah, it'd be great. So lots going on there. Um, but let's get back to the news. <laughs> I decided I'm gonna I'm gonna do what we I don't want to say drive-by shooting that's awful, but uh, rapid fire no that's bad too. What can I call it? <laughs> I'm putting them all in the hopper and I'm moving through them really fast. <laughs> that's that's the best I can do because uh, I don't want to bore everyone with too many details. But these are headlines. Let's just say in the in the headlines this week. <laughs> Vietnam takes a major step forward in recognizing LGBTQ rights. How about that? Little old Vietnam, my friend Lou Pham would be really interested to know about that. Vietnam last week took a major step forward in recognizing LGBTQ rights. How I think that's wonderful. With the, with the country's Ministry of Health stating that being gay, bisexual, get this, or transgender is not a disease. <laughs> I love it. And urging medical practitioners to end discrimination in medical care. I love it. On August 3rd, which is just a few days ago, the country's Ministry of Health published a document stating that homosexuality cannot be cured. No kidding. Does not need to be cured. No kidding. It cannot be changed. Uh, finally. Finally, someone with some sensibility, and it's all the way from the other side of the globe, and it's in Vietnam. Go figure. Citing the World Health Organization's removal from the list of mental illnesses in 1990, just a few years ago, mm -hmm, the ministry urged medical professionals to be respectful of gender and sexual orientation and do not consider homosexuality, bisexuality, and not to be used with bestiality, um, or being a transgender, a disease, it instructed. How about that? I love it. Vietnam. Next news. After don't say gay bill passed, anti-LGBTQ grooming rhetoric surged 400%. Hmm. No surprise there. Anti-LGBTQ hate surged online following the passage of the Florida law that limits classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity, a new report found. The particular surge involves rhetoric implying that lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer people are grooming children. Yes, we are grooming. Jesus. And includes such slurs as groomer, pedophilia, and predator and retaliate in relation to the LGBTQ community. 
The month after the Florida Senate passed the Parental Rights in Education Bill, they just give it such a really good name, right? Or what critics have dubbed Don't Say Gay Bill, on March 8th, tweets mentoring, oh, mentioning the LGBTQ community alongside these slurs increased 406%, according to the report, which was conducted by the LGBTQ and advocacy group human rights campaign hrc we all know the hrc and love the hrc and the nonprofit center for countering digital hate well there you have it folks moving along to texas church stages unlicensed hamilton with anti-gay message how about that so they take a stage play hamilton and they insert some anti-gay messages in the stage play. How about that? In Texas, of course. I shouldn't say that. That's hateful right there. But anyway, I digress. Hamilton might be well known as a retelling of a famous figure's life, but in Texas church, but a Texas church has introduced another figure, Jesus Christ, to the mix performing illegally incorporated Christian-centric rhetoric in the unauthorized production of Lin-Manuel Miranda's hit, the 2015 musical. The Tony-winning musical still playing on Broadway and in the midst of North American national tour is unavailable for licensing by other theater groups, but that didn't stop the Door Christian Fellowship Ministries of McAllen from performing their own illegal adaptation with altered text on August 5th and 6th. Lovely. All right, next news. Thousands march in Belgrade to protest against Euro pride. That's lovely. Thousands of people gathered in Belgrade city center on Sunday to demonstrate against the international LGBT event Euro pride that is scheduled to be held in Belgrade on September, in September. According to the local media reports, there are between five, there were between 5,000 and 10,000 people pre present at the protest. The demonstrators began walking from the front of the Serbian Orthodox Church offices after passing through the city center and ended up in front of the St. Marco Church. The gathered crowd wore signs saying, we don't want gay parade and occupation by the West, the evil West, I suppose. We don't give up holy places and keep your hands off our children. Lovely. Ah, lovely. Okay. Utah Republican Party passes resolution seeking to block gender-affirming treatment for transgender youth. Hmm. The Utah Republican Party passed a resolution encouraging the banning of surgeries and hormone therapy for trans transitioning transgender minors. We don't want them to drink until they're 21. We don't want them to get tattoos till they're 18. This should be no different, said Carson Jorgensen, chairman of the Utah Republican Party. Jorgensen sponsored the resolution protecting those most vulnerable. Well, I don't think anyone takes that lightly if they're going to do. Okay. Transgender people protected from discrimination under ADA appeals court rules. This is interesting. 
The federal appeals court ruled Tuesday that transgender people who experience gender dysphoria are protected from discrimination under the American with Disabilities Act, a ruling with major implications for uh, single-sex restrooms and sports. Sports and prisons. Hmm. The ADA specifically excludes transvestisms, transsexualisms, and gender identity disorders not resulting from physical impairments. But the Fourth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Richmond ruled that gender dysphoria isn't the same. That's interesting. The ADA excludes it from, excludes its protection anything falling within the plain meaning of gender identity disorders as that term was understood at the time of its enactment. Hmm. And I got curious to get the definition of what gender dys- dysphoria is. It's a term that describes a sense of unease that a person may have because of a mismatch between their biological sex and their gender identity. The sense of unease or dissatisfaction may be so intense it can lead to depression and anxiety and have a harmful impact on daily life. So that changes things. Hmm? Meet the Aussie gay rugby team competing at the 2022 Bingham Cup in Canada. Hmm. The Bingham Cup, known as the Gay Rugby World Cup, is scheduled to start later this week in Ottawa, Canada. LGBTQI players from 20 participating countries, including Australia, will take part in the tournament hosted by the local team Ottawa Wolves. Hmm. From August 17th through the 21st, so you better hurry because it ends tomorrow. Yeah. The world's largest amateur rugby tournament is named after Mark Bingham, a hero in the 9-11 terrorist, terrorist attack, Australia's favorite gay rugby team. Sydney con- convicts are the current holders of the Bingham Cup. Among those who will challenge the convicts are the their arch rivals, the King's Cross Steelers and the San Francisco Fog. That would be a fun weekend up there in Ottawa, but again, a little late. <laughs> Oh, the first gay film, different from the others, from 1919. So they discovered a gay film that was produced in 1919, and they restored it. How about that? (laughs) The first known gay film uh, with a gay love story was made 100 years ago, greatly predating Brokeback Mountain. How about that? Making love. And all the rest, the 1919 German film, different from the others, tells the story of two men who fall in love. One, a prominent musician. The other, his protege. <laughs> and are all threatened and black, threatened by a blackmailer. The film argues for the acceptance of homosexuality. Imagine that. In 1919, the Outfest UCLA Legacy Project restored the film. Imagine that in UCLA. That's just down the street from here. Uh, to the extent uh, possible, only a few years ago, the Legacy Project is a partnership between Outfest Los Angeles LGBTQ Plus Film Festival and the University of California Los Angeles. The Film Television Archive 
archive. It is screened at New York Film Fest in 2016. About that. Hmm. LGBTQ heroes and winners of honor are honored in the awards of the 2022 are announced. After being canceled, hmm, sadly, in 2020 and 2021, and due to COVID pandemic, the honor awards annually in the celebration, the annual celebration of outstanding service and achievements of, in LGBTQ communities has returned to Sydney this year. Over 300 people gathered in the Ivy Ballroom in Sydney on Wednesday, August 17th, this last week, for the Honor Awards 2022 to celebrate and honor Australia's unsung LGBTQ heroes. Why don't we have the Honor Awards here in maybe LA? I don't know. Advocates and activists, organiz organizations and longstanding allies of sexual and gender diverse people the Honor Awards first held in 2007. The event is also a gala fundraising event for the state's leading HIV and LGBTQ health organizations, ACON. This year's awards were handed out in 10 categories and the winners were selected from a diverse pool of 35 finalists drawn from over 200 nominees. Yep, we should do that. Um, this was interesting. Um, I think a lot of the gay, particularly the gay males, I've heard of Tom Daly, the Olympic gold medalist. Mm -hmm. He had this to say, I would be illegal in half of the Commonwealth's countries, Tom Daly's film on gay athletes says. Yep. Out gay British Olympic gold medalist Tom Daly is receiving praise for his new documentary, Illegal to Be Me. Sounds very interesting. That explores the lives of gay athletes, many in countries where homosexuality is illegal. Daly said the shooting of the film exposed him to the fact that the laws against homosexuality in the Commonwealth countries are a legacy of the British, British colonialism. I have been saying that for years now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It opened my eyes to so many different things, where the laws came from, where the homophobia stemmed from in the first place, and it is a legacy of colonialism. And speaking to them in particular, it was eye-opening. Eye yes. Well, you know, the British Empire with that queen was the biggest empire in the world has ever had or will may, never, may ever have. Yeah. Uh-oh, I see Ada May here. I, I didn't know she was coming. Mm. And this other news, the Mald Mald Maldives police arrest four men and target dozen more over leaked gay sex videos. So there's a, some software where they can hack into all the gay, the gay, videos and gay social media and uh they're using it to uh, persecute and take advantage and do rude rude and unkind things i'm gonna i'm gonna take a break right there and have a have a short music break right here um and catch you on the other side uh what time is it oh i have a, just a few minutes left yeah i have 11 minutes 
I don't want to squander it. <laughs> Here's a good classic from, from way back.
You know, the best thing about Don McLean is, is his voice is so clear and he can tell a story so clearly. You just, uh, he just draws you right in and it's wonderful. I, I, we need a few more artists like that, that can, uh, you hear their voice and the story they're telling, uh, so clearly, um, that, um, yeah, you're just drawn in and, and the emotion and the feeling is communicated so well. That's a great song. Yeah. Starry, starry night. Anyway, Craig here, Rainbow Radio. I am about to step out the door and Ada May is here with her lineup of fabulous music and uh, her followers, I think, are probably anxious because <laughs> she is a dynamite. <laughs> um, Anyway, um, look for more about this lifeguard tower as we as we get the fundraising going. And uh, Laguna Beach Pride always there's always news on the website. Laguna Beach Pride 365. What else can I tell you? Um, yeah, if you have uh, I'll toss this out there. If you have uh, news or a guest that you'd like on the Rainbow Radio, please let me know. I am working on maybe doing restarting uh the art walking and maybe doing a remote art walking um i've I've approached the studio about that so we'll see if that can be worked out which i think would be fun it'd be the first thursday of every month as we move into the off season so stay tuned for more kxfm 104.7 thanks for tuning in on rainbow radio i'm taking it out with another song here and ida may will be on the other side of that thank you